All right, let's do this. Welcome everyone, Joseph Orr Podcast. This is the first time we are doing not only an audio podcast, we always do that, but this is the first time we're on video and we're doing it with a couple familiar faces, a couple of familiar voices if you're a listener, but they're familiar faces to me. The snowman going now we all his non-stage name is being exposed, his identity's out there. Then of course we have Ross Adolph, minor leaguer in the Houston Astros organization. So we're going to get into all kinds of crazy stuff. And then we have a Mount Rushmore at the end. Look forward to that. We're doing sporting events, sport moments, sports games, in movies that we wish were real and that we could have attended, things like that. So let's just start with this since it's timely and relevant with everything that's going on with all the coronavirus stuff. I've been, what do you guys think about this? I've been thinking about how life might be different, just everything that we do. I think about, I kind of made the comparison, you know, when we see like the old like ESPN, like jacked up segments where they're showing like all the big hits in the NFL. And now we know everything we do about concussions and we kind of cringe a little bit when we see it. Like, oh God, like that's bad. You're just thinking about, you know, what that does to his head. I was watching, they were replaying like an old golf tournament and it was like uh, Fleetwood was like walking through a crowd of people like high-fiving everyone. And I was like freaking out. I'm like, what is he doing? It was like making me cringe. Like are high fives, like handshakes, like are we even going to do anything in person anymore? Or is everything going to be like this? Like look at all the Tonight Shows, our networks, like I'm not giving millions of dollars for studios. We're going to make you get creative and do stuff like this. Yeah, I think that that's what I was talking about. I think me and you talked about Jay and we were like, what, what if nobody handshakes anymore? Like, yeah. that'd be so weird. We all, like, start bowing and, you know, <laughs> all, like, yeah. weird shit like that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you already see, like, people just elbowing. Just, yeah. Like, right. Just giving elbows yeah. to each other. Yeah. You're, like, yeah. Ross, yeah. You're, you're a ball player. Like, you guys are already touching each other's asses so much. Do you think it's going to be even more since that is much more sanitary than giving high fives? Yeah, I mean, I can see us just going straight to ass slaps, you know. <laughs> Exclusive <laughs> ass slaps. I mean, that, it's already kind of like a, just a reaction, even for me. So I'm just like, you know, yeah, just quick ass slap. I'm good with it. Yeah, no, no issue for you. So do you think being with the Astros, I want to talk about now, do you think this is a big sigh of relief? Could this be an inside job by some of the uh, the major leaguers to get out of what was, let's just say, an eventful spring training for some of the guys there was a lot of hate coming you know there were obviously the videos of people banging trash cans and people and things like that um what was it like being there and you know how much were you around all of that you know what was the feeling in the clubhouse like obviously that's everything the media was talking about like that was just craziness and then all of a sudden you guys get told like you know everything gets shut down and it's kind of no more and it's kind of been forgotten about yeah i mean especially like right now obviously they're not getting much hate no but i mean i don't know i see it one of two ways i I think like maybe when the season starts up people could just be so excited that baseball's back right there's like minimal hate or i could see it almost like inflamed more yeah where it's like they're so excited that baseball's back but they haven't forgotten and so they're like that much more amped up and they think they have to like, like make up for yeah, exactly. Nobody, but, nobody's been in front of them for a while. Yeah. They gotta, they gotta add on double for the three months. That's I mean, there's, there's what that. I don't know if you guys have seen. There's a Twitter page like the Astros Shame Tour. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 
they're everywhere. I mean, they're like all over the place. Any tweet that Astros put out, like first comment underneath is Astros Jam. Right. So but yeah, they haven't forgotten. That's for sure. I mean, oh yeah, they're on top of it for sure. But who knows? I mean, I was around. I was I dressed for the first big league tra- uh, spring training game. Yeah. So I was around. They're all like the players. They, I mean, they just kind of like keep their head down low and just right, not even acknowledge it. But it's hard to not acknowledge when yeah. the whole stadium's booing. Right. Uh, <laughs> right. I mean, for example, and I mean, fan, fans are just going just to boo. Right. I mean, fans of like whatever team's playing. Like, there's people literally going to these games, like, oh, Astros are playing. All right, well, I'm going just so I can move. Right. uh, Like, we were playing, we were playing at the Mets uh, spring training facility, the uh, in Port Port St. Lucie. And, uh, you know, Brantley, who was with the Indians. Oh, yeah. Love Mike Brantley. Yeah. So, Brantley is from Port St. Lucie. Mm-hmm. as well that's his hometown yeah and so you know he's back in his hometown playing he wasn't even with the astros and he got booed a ton wow like, he's just getting yeah so like obviously people are just there to boo the astros yeah i mean we we would be walking like games i wouldn't dress and there'd be big week uh, spring training games our uh the stadium like overlooks the field okay and uh or like the fields that we practice on and there's fans sitting up there and we're walking into the clubhouse and they're just cheaters and we're, yeah. we're all like all right well you know i was in college but uh, <laughs> yeah like yeah. right so i mean right yeah yeah i, I imagine if if I, if I was used to hearing a trash can and a fastball was coming and then people are banging on trash cans i'm like and then they throw a curveball i'd be like what the hell's going on here this this isn't right yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's just it's crazy to me because I don't know. I would love to see. I would love to actually know what hitters it actually help. Right. Because for me, like me personally, I, I honestly don't think it would help. Me. Yeah. I, I think I'd just be thinking way too much, and right. and I think I'd swing at like the yeah. pitch no matter where it was. Right. It's like playing MLB the show, and you guess the fastball, and then the box lights up, and it, they could be throwing a pitch out, and you're like, I'm swinging yeah. at it, like power swing. I'm I'm hitting square. I'm going for it. It's like. What the hell was I thinking there? Yeah, no, exactly, and that's why I know I, I listen to like a podcast that a uh, former big leader was on, and he was saying like the same thing. Yeah, like, me personally, I like I think I would do look like worse. Right. The pit, what pitch was coming? For sure. So, I mean, I, I'm not saying that it didn't help people. Yeah. Um, and it is still cheating. I also think it's naive to think that the Astros were uh, the only team doing right. it. <laughs> now they may have been the best at it, but. Right. I mean, yeah. they're also really like when it comes to like the analytical and technological stuff the astros have always been kind of ahead oh for sure in that sense so i'm not surprised that they were doing the real life high speed cameras yeah and then banging on the trend like it's impressive how fast they got it and then right. it's just like the yeah, videos no, were crazy yeah it, it certainly is impressive so how many games did you guys get in before everything was shut down oh total i mean i know that there were like maybe a week and a half two weeks left so i mean yeah probably like assuming it was probably be like 20 or so yeah training games yeah i there. thought it was a lot i know we, we me and riley watched you play a lot so i, I mean yeah it's a lot. Actually, spring training went on a lot longer yeah. and it was tough i mean playing in those games it's it's hilarious because i would be like on the bench obviously because i'm like be backing up springer backing up brantley and <clears throat> so like the bench coach would come up to you and be like 
okay, uh, so it's like the fifth inning, and he'd be like, all right, so Brantley's going to come back in. He's yeah. up third. Uh, we're going to ask him if he wants another AB. If he does, then and he gets on, you're going to run for him. If right. he doesn't, then you're hitting. So I'm sitting there. I'm like, all right, I have to be, like, locked in whether right. I'm going to go in or I'm going to, like, just right. So most of the time they would be like, yeah, I'll take one more. Yeah. And then go yeah. out and hit. So, but, I mean, it was, it was like – that was like good for me at the same time because one of the hardest things I think is like coming off the bench and hitting right. and uh, <clears throat> I haven't done it that much. So, yeah. What, what, how was the news delivered that, Hey, they're shutting this down. This is what they're telling us. What was that like? I mean, was just, just talk us through that whole situation. Yeah. I mean, that was, that was crazy because so Thursday, it was like a Thursday and we had a normal workout. Everything was normal. Uh, and we finished like we would every day we would talk about how it seemed like the Corona stuff was getting crazier and crazier, but right. we, it never seemed like, like to this point that we were going to like be shut down. Yeah. And then it was like, I was sitting there playing video games with some dudes and like game ended and I got on my phone and it said like, Oh, Tom Hanks got it. And I was like, Oh, that's crazy. Like, yeah. You know, kind of it's not funny, but like at the same time I laugh cause I'm like, what the, well, how the hell did he get? Right. Like, yeah. But so, and then like played another game, got off and then the NBA season was suspended. Yeah. And that's kind of when like, right. Everyone, everyone was just like, dude, we're screwed. Like we're screwed. Yeah. There's no way. So, and then that night they emailed us and they were like, Hey, nobody come in tomorrow. Like it's going to be an off day. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I feel bad. I, I was there for a mini camp. Uh, so I'd been there for a while, yeah. but like the position, other position players that weren't there just reported that Thursday. So like they got Jeez. there, they didn't even, they didn't even take the field once. Right. So, and then that Jeez. Friday, like a bunch of us went to the beach, like no, it, it wasn't a packed beach. We weren't, you know, on right. one of those, uh, spring break beaches, but yeah. So like we just chilled there and that night they just sent us an email. And they said, hey, non-40-man uh, roster guys, pack your stuff. Here's, like, a travel form. Uh, I drove, so I just drove home with uh, <clears throat> another guy who's from Ohio. Yeah. And uh, dropped him off in Cincinnati. But so I, I well, that's it was kind of questionable, you know, if this is as serious as, as uh, you would think, you know, sending guys on an airplane back. Right. You know, that's yeah. questionable. Yeah. but. And I guess I got to get home somehow. So, and then we just like threw an email. We didn't even have a meeting or anything. So it was just like, all right, sorry, you guys got your, uh, you guys can go home now. Wow. So. How was your spring going up to that point? How do you feel like you were playing? You know, what, were, how were you seeing the ball? Because, you know, I think about baseball sort of like football in terms of pra practice and getting ready. You know, you need a lot of time. You need that training camp because a lot of the times, you know, in training camp for football, you know, you're, you may be going full speed, but it's not full contact. You're not always bringing guys to the ground. And, you know, like if you're training in Ohio and, you know, you're not a big leaguer, you know, with millions of dollars and all, and all this stuff. And, you know, you're taking, you know, underhand toss or overhand toss, whatever it is in a cage inside. That's way different than, you know, being outside, seeing live action from someone on a mound. You know, I, I imagine, you know, you can get your feet pretty quick uh, back pretty quick working in the outfield, but hitting is something that you really need to build towards. And that's why getting those cuts in spring training is uh, so big. So how was your spring going up to that point? Yeah. So like 
my swing felt good even right when like like you said we can take front toss all that stuff right um, but like i hadn't seen live pitching outside yeah. since september wow so that was like the biggest thing was and like right when i got so i got down there february 20th was dropping my stuff off in the clubhouse and uh like one of the clubbies came up to me and was like hey by the way you're dressing in the big league game tomorrow and i was like all right yeah just like throwing me in there all right yeah. let's do it so i was just gonna wing it like that first game that i played in uh like the first pitch i saw was like 98 and i was like all right and i was like I'm not gonna lie. I what does that look it. like is it just a blur like that's so oh, fast. yeah i mean it pretty much a catcher caught it and i was like all right didn't see it yeah it's just it's all timing like yeah. and that only comes with ab's like and that's why some big leaders are like i need this many ab's right. to be ready for the season yep and uh and I mean, that's true. Like, but that's what sucks is pretty much right when they sent us home, I started like everything started coming together. Yeah. I mean, I was able, like, I was able to get a hit in one of the big league tra- uh, games, which was nice. I mean, I talked to dudes that didn't like that had been doing what I was doing there, like, for two years and had no hits. Right. So I was like, you know, when I, when I heard that right when I got there, I'm like, all right, well, that's, not helping my confidence yeah (laughs) yeah so i mean i started feeling i felt like i'm like my timing my swing seeing the pitches everything was like starting to feel good and then it was like all right go home yeah so yeah one of those period guys that like hopefully i can get some live abs on before if we do start the season whenever it is i can get some live abs before they just send us i know we're going to do another spring training too so yeah for sure yeah. So, w- what are you doing right now, training wise? You know, work like how are you getting creative? You know, with the gyms being shut down, I don't know what your situation is at your house, or you know what the clubs may have, you know, set up for you. You know, I, I have no idea. So, what are you, what are you doing right now in terms of working out, but also baseball specific stuff? Yeah. So, I, uh, I'm pretty lucky in the sense of like my dad owned a uh, sports medicine place. Yeah. And. So pretty much like any old weight equipment or anything like that, uh, dumbbells, all that stuff, he like would just bring back to the house. Yeah. So home gym wise, we're pretty sad. Like Riley and That's I huge. have been lifting every single day pretty much. Uh, yeah. And like my lifts that are on this, like an app that our strength coach gives us. Nice. Uh, I haven't really had to change much where other guys are like, messaging our strength coach and like they're coming up with home body or like home gyms like no but like no weight so like just right. body weight yep and right. that's <laughs> I, I don't know how people are going to be in like game shape right right so when this stuff does get better and they do clear like clear for us to go back i don't i think we're gonna have to have like a pretty lengthy spring training to get everyone right back in or else i think there's going to be like a lot of guys injured personally right and, and like we already said getting those reps is so important so like you know let's say if you know hypothetically the season starts up july 1st i mean guys already start off slow and then you know you see a lot of that too especially guys that you know pretty much half the league maybe more you know when the season starts up and you know now it gets pushed back even more late march early april it's cold but if the season were yeah. to start in july 1st it's going to be warm everywhere that's going to be an advantage but still you know it's the beginning of the season guys aren't going to be in mid-season form like you would normally be if you had been playing the months 
months before, you know, can that, you know, cause can you kind of speak to playing in cold weather, getting adjusted and how kind of the early part of the season can be pretty ugly, especially at the plate, the pitchers, as long as they have their command and can find the strike zone, usually have the advantage. Yeah. I mean, luckily for me, I've been playing in the cold pretty much my whole life. Yeah. So I'm not saying it's fun. No, it's, it still awesome. sucks. It's still, like, <laughs> it's still miserable, but like, it's so funny. Um, even at Toledo, like we would go down South and play, I remember we were playing Georgia and it was like 62 degrees. Right. And it's February, early March. Yep. And we're, we have got like our guys are no, nothing underneath. Oh yeah. You're like, like showing the chest. Right. It's like, let's go to the, let's go to this pool. Yeah. And their guys are wearing like the thermal, like thermal under armor. And we're just kind of like, dude, it is hot here. What are you talking? (laughs) Yeah. But, um, and like the Latin guys, it's even, uh, they wear a sweatshirt if it's below 70. Yep. I mean, it's, it's nuts, but yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, it's going to be nice not having to deal with the cold weather, but at the same time, like even pitchers, like, so pitchers follow such a, like a coordinated schedule when it right. comes to uh, like their arm shape yeah. and like starters, especially like starters were building up pretty much when they canceled everything they were just about to be game ready, like yeah, six, seven innings, yep. like best case, stuff like that. And now, like, where do you go? Because it's, it's suspended indefinitely. So, like, do they continue throwing that much? Yeah. Or is that going to wear them out? Or, like, because you well, don't know what to do. So. At any point, they could be, like, a week from now, baseball starts. Like, yeah. I mean, don't know. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. Like, we don't, we don't know. Yeah. And, you know, I think uh, with – the big leaders have been talking about like playing in front of no fans. Mm-hmm. I highly doubt they would allow, like they would not do that for minor leagues. Cause like right. the fans drive almost everything. Right. Yeah. So like, if you think about like the promotions and all that stuff that the minor, like the crazy stuff they do. Right. Like, right. Yeah. The names, I mean, look at the names of the teams. Like, yeah. It's the best. Like That's we what we about talked about last time. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's literally all to get people to buy their merch, buy right. all this stuff, like buy tickets. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. And the out, outfield walls are way more cluttered with with sponsorships. That's just what they. That's just what they have exactly. to do. They have to. I mean, that's how they make their money. Like right. a lot of teams. I mean, you think a team that's like in, like there's teams in Montana. Yeah. You think right. there's like a million people total in Montana. Yeah. Yeah. So like, yeah. They have to make money somehow. Yeah. Because they're not going to get it all through fans. So. Right. Yeah, did we talk about last time the one when I went to a Lake County Captains game? The one promotion they had there, they were giving out they like they had a raffle for a like a funeral voucher with and they yeah. and they emphasized yeah. that there was no expiration date. They wanted to be very clear that there was no expiration date for this <laughs> funeral dude, voucher. Free funeral voucher. Yeah, I mean when I when I was in Brooklyn, we had a guy uh, uh, like magician before. Uh, <laughs> Like before the game started, he literally was put. He put himself in one of those like crate what they used oh. to put like insane people. Yeah, it's like the Michael. Yeah, like yeah. straight jacket. Yeah, yeah, straight jacket. Exactly. Yeah, and so he's like, "I'm gonna get out of this straight." And we're sitting there like waiting for the national anthem. We're sitting there like waiting for, and we're like, "What is going?" And granted, like our field is already on Coney Island, so it's a circus. Yeah, like, an absolute circus. And this guy looks like he's just seizing on the ground in the straitjacket. 
and like it was hilarious to watch but and then all of a sudden like he's like seizing and he was he was like handcuffed too so right. like, not only was he in and then all of a sudden he just gets out what and i mean it, it was, was all sweet. show man the theatrics yeah it was sweet so he gets out everyone applauds and then please rise for the national anthem oh and we're God. like what he was probably like, hired to sing the national anthem as well yeah then he pulls the mic out of a hat yeah that's like the Michael Scott in the beginning where he has the where he's going crazy and he's like and he, he, like has, and he has the key out. Yeah, yeah. And, then, and then Jim steps on it and he's like, Has anyone seen a copper key laying on the ground? Yeah. I'm starting to think that he had uh, had like the key. Had because to. this man was straight up like it looked like he was seizing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would have I would have I don't see how you get out of a straight jacket that it's way. Crazy. No. Did I see oh, no. on uh, social media, maybe it was this past winter, did you host like a, like a youth camp or a kids camp or something like that? Yeah. Was that the first yeah, one yeah. you ever did? Yeah. Oh, no, that was my second one. I did it last year, too. How, how is that? Is that is that pretty cool? Is it fun having the, the kids there? Because yeah. when they're young, because we were even, you know, AJ, the snowman will remember this, you know, our our uh, Mike Grist, you always used to give us the same speech, you know, with the high school players. He goes, these young kids don't know the difference. They think you guys are pretty much in the NBA. Then they hear you're a pro baseball player. I, I imagine they were just just uh, freaking out. Like it was probably uh, a, just kind of talk about that. You know, I'm sure that was a really, uh, really fun thing to do. No, I mean, it's always really fun because, I mean, those the little kids are so easy, like, easily entertained. Yeah. So, and it's so funny, like, to try to teach. Like, some of them you can't, like, it's hard. What are you going to teach? Like, you can't teach them. Well, like, you get, like, a little kid who can't even hold a bat up. Exactly. So, it's, it's, always, it's a lot of fun. It's more just say, like, have fun, teach them, like, get as simple and basic as you possibly can. Right. Yeah. But, uh, you know, talking do you come about, up with all the stuff? Like, do you plan out the camp or do you have like, like did uh, the Van Buren baseball coach like help you like, you know, plan stuff out? Yeah. So he's my, <laughs> my high school baseball coach is like OCD. So he, he just like took over. I'm sitting there. We would have like meetings at, we would have meetings at like a bar and, you know, he's just sitting there slugging like, a Bud Light and he or a Bush Light and he's sitting there and he's like jotting it all down. I'm like, hey, like, I can help, you know. Like, yeah. He's, and he's just my my name's on it. He's yeah. like, no, you just put your name on it. Yeah. Yeah. And no, that's what he that's pretty much what he's doing. He's like, no, I, he's like, I don't care. I love doing this. He's like, you just put your name on it. Oh my like, god. Yeah. Easy like, enough. Yeah. That's like what uh, that's like what LeBron does. Uh, you know, the King James Shooting Stars Classic, or whatever. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, Drew Joyce runs the whole thing. He, LeBron just says, yeah, go ahead, put my name on it. Yeah. You know, Steve, I, my coach is like, hey, if we can get the baseball numbers up, you know, throughout all these ages, that's that's all that matters. That is like, good. That's so that's true. true. That's yeah. true. Yeah, and especially, I mean, in small towns, you guys know, like, exactly. if you don't yeah. have the numbers, then you just, don't have the you're team. Dead. But yeah. I was kind of brought down uh, a little bit at the camp. Uh, I got humbled pretty quick because a kid said to me, he goes, aren't you Riley? You're Riley Adolph's brother. And I was like, oh. Yeah. Oh God! The 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 old quarterback from the Tiffin Dragons. Yeah, making yeah, some noise. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I am Riley, and Riley brought it up today. Yeah, he's gonna bring it up for a while. I'm assuming. But yeah, that's what Scott anytime freaking fast. Just on top, you know. Hosting anytime a youth camp and being king of the world. Yeah. <laughs> anytime me and Riley have been in like Finley, or I don't think I've ever we've drove, driven through Van Buren, but like 
and it will be like walking around at like Kroger's or Kroger or something or Walmart and they'll see somebody knows and they're like, Hey Riley, let's go, man. And then it, the first question is, Hey, what's Ross doing, man? Well, how's Ross, how's Ross doing? <laughs> I just lose it. Yeah. So, so he, 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 he probably deserved that one. You know, he probably deserved it. He, he had it coming. Oh yeah. A win in that. Yeah, that's exactly. That's what I, that's where I, I mean, you can't forget. I don't know, AJ, if you, if you knew, but you know, Riley's senior year, he hurt, he hurt his ankle and they put, yeah. they put RA4 on their helmets. And really? it was pretty much like he died. I mean, <laughs> no, I didn't. I knew. I knew about the ankle injury with the, you know, the dreaded pole and the ground five feet from the football field. But like, I, I did not that. know. I did not know that they had a memorial on the <laughs> back of their helmets. Yeah. Around. Yeah. So Riley, you know, breaks his ankle and pretty much gets treatment like he passed away. <laughs> like he died. Yeah. Like the pole went through his freaking chest. Yeah. They yeah, had a whole parade. They wheelchaired him down in town square. <laughs> I mean, it is. I mean, it kind of is. like if you're if you have that big of an impact on a team where you you don't like imagine if he had died, like what would they have done then? <laughs> I, don't want to I think jerseys. I think yeah, jerseys would be made. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Statue. Statue. <laughs> <laughs> a statue. Yeah. In the, at like the fifty yard line, right in the middle of the no, field. No, they would have around the statue. They would have buried him at midfield at right before, yeah. right before. So this is how the game would have gone after he died. They would have buried him. Then they would have had the Houdini guy. Then the national anthem. Then yeah. kick off. <laughs> I think that's how it would have gone. Yeah. And then the state championship. Yes. yes. Play that yeah. Van Buren High School. Yeah. And then they would, have, they would have sacrificed the pole for sure. <laughs> they would have like just cut that thing down. Just freaking dumped it in a smelting pot, like a yeah. liquid hot yeah. lava, and just melted it down. Oh my god. Created class yeah. rings. Ra four. Everyone, all the fans, John, like they get to pour scolding hot. Yep. Yep. exactly right everyone gets their shot so i saw some big minor league news they're going to get they're going to be giving you guys some money it was like 400 dollars a week or whatever it is can you t- kind of talk about we kind of talked about it last time but you know just how you you know how big that is you know how big of a win that is for minor for you know you and minor league players you know how much you know just anything kind of goes a long way because the disparity in pay between what the big leaguers make <laughs> And what you guys make, you know, there's such a, a such a big gap there. Yeah, I mean, the biggest thing is guys like guys will work right and during the off season just to pay for like their apartment, pay for their food, yeah, their training, whatever. So they work all off season just to pay for that, right? And then they so and then they assume when they get down to spring training that like for a lot of teams, housing's covered and food, like every meal. So they pretty much make or they work for the off season yeah and then think all right now all this stuff's gonna be provided for me right so when they're sent home if they don't get paid they like are really in a tough spot yep and that's the thing like like me i'm back at home so like the 400 bucks is like huge for me but it wasn't yeah. like absolutely necessary. necessary yeah uh but that's what people like and I mean, a lot of people think like professional baseball players, like millions of dollars, but like they don't understand. And like the guys there, you got to think about guys that sign for like $5,000, $10,000, whatever it is. Like if they don't get this money, then I really don't know how they would even live. Right. So that's how big it is. I mean, people don't, uh, people, there's some people that recognize how like we're not paid enough, but many people don't like even. I mean, I come back home, I have people ask me all the time, like, so how's playing on the Astros? I'm like, well, not the Astros, yeah. but 
you know so I, there's definitely i think there's people out there like raising awareness and advocating for us and like yeah kind of looking out for us that almost shame the mlb enough into doing this yeah um, but i mean that's a huge step in the right direction now for you know some could argue 400 weeks still not enough i'm not going to be one of those guys i'm just going to take you know yeah we're not doing anything we're getting money so granted they still expect us you know to train and all right. that stuff which is you know for some people at home with no gyms like same thing so tough. yeah, yeah. it's tough i mean that's it's huge that's a lot of people don't really understand how big it is so. yeah for sure all right well yeah. one one last thing before we go into the mount rushmore let's say we're going to play baseball this year. We're going to have some sort of baseball eventually where, um, you know, what, what was your spring training? Like was, you know, spring training going to be like in, was it an audition for where you were going to play this year? Did you pretty much know, you know, where you were going to be? You know, it, we, when we play baseball this year, if we play baseball this year, where could we expect to see Ross Adolph playing baseball? Well, so there's like pretty much two places that I could end up. Um, one is back in Fayetteville with the yep. Woodpeckers to start. Uh, and the other is Corpus Christi. Uh, that would be double A with yep. the hooks. And um, honestly, it's it's tough to tell. It yep. really is like, and it, it's, it kind of sucks because you have some coaches that like, you think they're throwing hints at you. Right. Because they know, like, it's pretty much predetermined. Yeah. For some, for majority of guys, I would say it's predetermined. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter what, how you like, Granted, I maybe if you really like dominate, they yeah. can bump you up. But that's a maybe. I think right. it's it's all predetermined. So like, it's more just like getting you ready yeah. for the season. But um, I mean, I wish I wish I could give you like, if I'm a bed man, but I really don't know. Like, yeah. Earlier, I would have told you that Fayetteville uh, was would probably be a good bet. Yeah. But, I mean, you just don't know, especially with uh, minimal, like the draft being shortened. Yep. This year, so um, they're gonna have to get creative, like, bumping guys up, and you know, roster spots and stuff like that. And they said, uh, I was reading something that if we, you know, whenever the season does start back up, if yeah, you know, they're gonna try to squeeze as many games as possible. So like double headers, all this stuff. Right. If they do that, they're gonna have to expand the roster. Right. Because. Or else they're can't not play be. exactly. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. not so like like that'll yeah. suck if you're playing four yeah. double headers a week. Like that would be terrible. That's oh, so much people, baseball. People get hurt. Like people are gonna right. get hurt. yeah. They don't expand the rosters and that stuff. So. And you got and it's not like like a spry young you know twenty three year old. You're twenty three right? Twenty three, twenty four. Yeah, that's completely different than you know like the guys who are still chugging away in the majors. You know that are 37, 38. Yeah. Like yeah. they can't play double headers consistently no. not like no. not even close no yeah and that's the i mean they're gonna have to even consider you know consider two seven inning games stuff yeah. like that like yeah that's what we do in the minors i mean and honestly a lot of us love it like those, oh, those two seven inning games are not too bad like, and they fly about it but yeah yeah we'll see i mean and if they do expand the rosters then people just get bumped up right so we'll, we'll see until, uh, until you know where you're going, I'm just gonna assume you're playing for the Strohs, big leaders. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. 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 Oh, um, one more thing, Joe. I know you said that was the last question, but yes, last last uh, they just question. Just released MLB 20, the show, and you're on there. Is that pretty cool to like see yourself on a video game? 
Yeah, no, I mean, it was cool. That's why, like, I think the day after it dropped, we went and got it, Riley and I. And uh, yeah. it's so funny, like, because I know, all, I know, like, all the dudes on the minor league team. So going through and, like, yeah. clicking on the, the pick that they, like, like your animation, so funny because yeah. um, some of them look pretty close. And I other, saw yours. Like, yours looked pretty, you know, yeah, you know not, it's yeah. the beard and the, yeah. I mean, you know. I like you know good. the nose. The nose was a little bit bigger than mine mm, normally, yeah. but you know you, you just take what you get. But yeah. Uh, oh I, yeah, <laughs> I clicked on uh, one of my boys and like sent it to him, and instantly he sends me a snap video back, and he goes, "Damn, bro, they didn't have to do me like that." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's so, awesome. But uh, no, it's cool. I mean, uh, the thing that made me laugh the most though was. Uh, my drag bunting overall was 15. That was pretty Ooh. bunting. So and nobody bunts. That's I'll, I'll except that. for hey, Murphy. I'm our bunting. resident bunter. Joey made Joey made a living being I'm a left handed bunter. A oh, yeah. Off, oh, yeah. Off, man. oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I, I'm not even drag bunting. <coughs> they can move to third baseman. Third baseman could be playing shortstop. And I'm, you know, <laughs> my mom's like, "Why didn't you just bunt it?" I'm like, "That's bunting is not gonna get you. Bunting is for pussies, as Ken Murphy said." Bunting, bunting is for all... kids who aren't going to play baseball past, past high school, but would like to see the field in high school, and that's exactly what I did. Hey, yep. Getting off base <laughs> is important, but let me tell you, bunting is not going to get me called out. That's, exactly. Yep. No, for that's you, true. you should not be bunting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> I'm like, hey, if bunting got me called out, maybe I'd practice it. But, you know, until yep. then – how many guys in the big leagues can freaking bunt? That's I'm sure there's an insane amount of people that are stand up. Bunters. No one can. I watch it all the time. The Indians, Francona likes to play small ball sometimes. None of these guys can bunt. They're terrible. I'm telling you, people think people think it's so easy. No, it's not. No, no. That, I I don't think it's easy. I guess I do sound like an idiot there, but I I remember trying to bunt. I you know I I'm too afraid. I. You know, hide. I'm hiding behind the bat like Clark yeah. and the bench warmers. Oh, I mean, see, in college, I uh, a lefty was throwing. I got bunt sign, sack bunt right here, yeah. up and in, fouls off my bat, hits me in the chin. Ever since I haven't been insane. Yeah. Ugh. So yeah. scared. I couldn't even eat for like three days. I'm like, yeah, that's tough. Drinking protein shakes only. Yeah. Too. That's tough. So, you know, bunting scarred for me now. Yeah. Uh, well, it'll, it'll always have a special place in my heart. <laughs> laying them down getting on base that's i love it that's old some old-fashioned baseball small ball that's right that's right all right you guys ready to do this mount rushmore i am i got oh, my stuff Beautiful. first part of the so we're doing mount rushmore of movie sporting events movie sport mo- movie sports moments that we wish were real and that we were at so we're gonna do snake snake draft style as always we complete rip off pardon my take shout out to them our podcast ads um, we'll yep. let our resident guest, Ross, you'll go first. Snowman, you go second, and I will uh, go third for this first round. So we ha- we'll have four rounds. These will be our Mount Rushmore power rankings. So, Ross, whenever you r- are ready, the floor is yours. All right. So I hope I'm getting this name right, but it's from Semi-Pro, the Flint Tropics uh, Mega Bowl or whatever yeah. it was. Yeah. Flint Tropics Mega Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> Michigan Mega Bowl. Yeah, yes. Yep. Trying to get into the NBA. Yeah. 
That's there's like what it was. There's three three things that people are gonna think about. Something something. It's Flint Michigan Mega Bowl. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Michigan. That's what it was. Flint Michigan Mega Bowl. Yep. Oh, Very man. good. All right. That is legendary. All right, I will go with um, the 1985 bout between Rocky Balboa nice. and the big Russian Ivan Drago. I'm uh, I'm a big Rocky fan. Love it. Who doesn't so like Rocky? I'd, I'd love I'd love to uh, love to go see him beat those damn commies over there. All right. Okay. Rounding out the first round. I'm so glad that this is here. I cannot imagine. We almost got this when the Indians were in the World Series that they would have let Charlie Sheen throw out the first pitch. Can you imagine being in the bleachers in Cleveland, Rick Vaughn comes out of the bullpen and they're playing wild thing and everyone is just losing their mind. Like I get chills when I watch that scene in the movie. Like I just think that would be so incredible to to see and to witness i think i think that's such they shoot it so well and the crowd really is going nuts um i think that would just be incredible i'd be legendary 100 percent. yeah and yeah. big and big miss by the mlb not letting charlie sheen throw out the first pitch oh, yeah. i mean did they not let him or did the well, just yeah not... so so the mlb when it came at least maybe it's just the postseason but mainly the world series with whoever who, with who throws out the first pitches because i read about all this the MLB kind of determines it, and they had like a lot of, I don't, I don't even want to call them Indians legends. Like Kenny Lofton, like, you yeah. know, like he's a great player. He's my favorite player of all yeah. time, but he's not like a legend. I think Travis Hafner threw one of them. Like, like Hell let yeah. Wild Thing do it. Like, that's the reason why we blew a 3 1 lead. Let the city get what they want. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, can you, okay. You know how many people would go to that? Yeah. I mean, well, so it, many. I mean, game one of the World Series. So think about this game one of the World Series is going on at Jacobs Field, right? Across the street that same night, it was the ring ceremony for the Cavs on opening night. And then yep. if you were to throw on Charlie Sheen being there, coming out of the bullpen to throw out the first pitch while Wild Thing is blaring at game one of the World Series with the Cavs thing going on across the street, game one would have been postponed. The, the place would have crumbled. They would have <laughs> had to have gone down to go, gone up to Mentor to play the games at it been a, the it Lake been County a Stadium. Was- 10 cent beer night from the 70s. <laughs> yeah, it would have yeah. been a riot. It would have been yeah. crazy. Um, yeah. And then uh, not to mention all the people that were in the plaza for the watch party for the Indians. Like, it would have yeah. just been pandemonium. Okay. Yeah. So that, okay, solid round one. I lead off round two. Um, I got to, I, I, I would have loved to have been there in the gallery around the green for following around Happy Gilmore and Shooter McGavin oh, on man. Sunday for the gold jacket and seeing that, like, can you imagine if that was real and you see oh, a guy, sure, Shooter's going to choke. Yeah. I believe that's Mr. Gilmore's. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep, that's long yeah. So like, and then seeing that putt go in, like that would just be pure insanity. So I have to go with uh, Happy Gilmore there. That's good. Um, so I'm going to go with my favorite football movie of all time. Friday night lights. Yeah. Uh, the 1988, uh, and it wasn't even like in the movie they make it the state championship, but in real life it was like the regional final, so like or the state semifinals. But the uh, Permian, Pan- Permian Panthers and the Dallas Carter—I don't know what—but I feel like that would have been a phenomenal game to see. Yep, love it, love it. Uh, yep. I'm gonna go with the uh, longest yard, prisoners versus the guards. Oh, classic, uh, good pick. Yeah. Good pick. That would, have been, that would have been amazing to be at. Like, yeah. Just seeing actual like prisoners play football against yeah. guards would just be yeah. 
It's just unbelievable. I would have called Steve Austin's out there crushing heads. Yeah. Yeah. The Sandman played quarterback. Yeah. (laughs) I would have had binoculars just fixated on the cheerleaders and then the student section of all the prisoners, just like all the nonsense going on over there. Like, can you imagine just seeing that? Like, they're like probably caged in or whatever over there. That would just be the the group hug in the shower. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Chris Berman on the call. I mean, just so, so great. Is Ross go again? Yes, Ross will lead so, off round three. I'm surprised it's still available. I feel like I just got to knock it out with Bourbon Bowl. Yes, from, uh, very good. Water Boy. You got to do that. I mean, Water Boy, it's a classic. So, yep, there we go. Very good. Uh, my next one, I'm going to go with uh, this is kind of an inside joke with Joey and I, Uh-oh. but. Um, you know, this is maybe the greatest rivalry of all time between oh, yeah, baby. Phil and Buck Weston. <laughs> uh, the the uh, kicking and screaming championship oh, yeah. match um, between the Tigers and the Gladiators. Yep. I would love to see those Titans out there, those Titans of industry. Uh, Beautiful. Really duel it out. That's a great one. That's, that, that is a great one. one. Okay, this is extreme value. This is like getting Tom Brady in the sixth round right here. This is like my Draymond Green pick so late. Dodgeball, the championship game, oh, average yeah. Joe's a Globo Gym. I mean, I, n- enough said, man. I mean, it's just, I mean, you know, you got Jody loves Chachi. You know, the the, su- the sudden death, the double fault, the the court misconduct, the warning, just everything yeah. that goes on. I mean, it's uh, you know, Peter Lafleur comes out late after that aspiring speech from Lance Armstrong at the airport. Like, I mean. The, the Ocho, man, I would have been shirtless. I'd have been going crazy. I didn't even think of that one. That's a good one. Oh, man. Oh, God. I have – okay, so I go again for my last pick. Everything is still on pretty much on the board for me here. Oh, this is tough. Um, but I think I got to go with the Toon Squad versus the Monstars. Uh, I got to go Space Jam. That game to get, the, to get the powers back, to get everything back. You know, Bill Murray comes out. I mean, it's uh, Michael Jordan in his prime, arguably. I mean, everyone talks about the 72 and 10 season, but this is truly his prime straight off the golf course. I got to go Space Jam. There we go. Okay, my last one is, uh, this is a complete dark horse that I don't think anybody ever thought of. Um, I'm going to go with the three-way tie in the movie Cars. Oh, Good one. Doc, or not Doc Hudson, um, Richard Petty, you know, yes. the king, uh, Chick Hicks, and Lightning McQueen race to California to win the Piston Cup. Well done, Snowman. Well done. Thank you. Well Thank you. done. I would love to be in the, uh, I would love to be like a, a nice, you know, Range Rover sitting in the stands watching that. That would be. <laughs> no, you are the Range awesome. Rover. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't be a Range Rover. I'd be like a freaking 2004 Honda Pilot or something. I'd be a PT Cruiser. PT Cruiser, yeah. Oh, yeah. This isn't my fourth one, but that that reminded me of like Chicken Little for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Ross, you, you round us uh, out here. One, I'm going to go with uh, the Benchwarmers. Nice. The final game, yeah, F- final like, game huh? Build it, they will come. Yes. New stadium. Keep it under a billion. Yeah, yeah. That's all I got on me. I wrote down, I thought it'd be legendary to see the Gus and Carlos game. That's the bench warmest game I had down. You're right. I think that one would be better in the final. Yeah, I mean, because he gets drunk and he throws up and Howie comes in and gets hit by the pitch. He has a (laughs) sword. Like, 
just just incredible. I mean, in those Little League parks, you're right there. I mean, obviously, you see the fake birth certificate and, you know, the, yep. the, the $10 oh, yeah. exchange. I mean, that's uh, that's some serious some serious stuff right there. He's got documentation. He's got documentation. Play ball. And he's Play running ball. with the Cuban flag around the bases. Like, this is insane. Yep. Like it's <laughs> um, let's go over some ones that we missed or that we didn't name. Talladega, yeah, Talladega Nights. Yep, oh, yeah. I mean, him driving backwards and then also the Jean Girard yep. um, race. And then also the night one where he has the fi- – I mean, just to see a NASCAR with a Fig Newton sticker going around the track at 200 <laughs> miles an hour I think would be pretty awesome. And uh, also um, just being at any of the Field of Dreams yeah. moments, like those that, – that would be insane yeah. seeing all those legends just Ray Liotta coming out of a cornfield. Just like – just that would be crazy. Um, yeah. How about – my other one that I have written down, have you ever got, it's on uh, HBO, I think it's Andy Samberg, the tennis movie Seven Days in Hell. It's a hilarious comedy. Have you guys ever seen that? I don't, I've never seen that. Oh my God. I'm Andy. sure Riley's seen that. Riley's got the biggest boner for Andy Samberg. It is. Riley, Riley has seen That's it. That's amazing. Yes, yeah, so Riley knows. Yeah, and how, Riley, so the, the one scene in the movie where he kills the other person with the serve and it shows how fast, what was it, like 175, how fast was it? It was, it was at least, yeah. yeah, it was like 175 miles an hour, something just totally ridiculous. And this tennis match lasts for literally seven days straight. They did another movie like that, too, with cycling. And there's this one scene where they're talking about this guy's form going down the hill, but really he was just dead. And so he's going down the hill and he's like this. It's, it's like a mile down the hill. They're like, look at that form. But they turns out he was dead. Like, I think I think those two would be uh, pretty fun. Any one, others that, one that we missed? I had written down. There's one that I had written down. I'd love to uh, go and sit and play ball with uh, the, the kids from the Sandlot. Yes, uh, I, good I one. I had that one written down as well. Yep. Very good. Yep, that and then uh, one of my favorite Will Ferrell movies that I don't think a lot of people talk about a lot, but uh, him uh, in Blades of Glory. Yes. Go, oh, yeah. go and watch the one like the final performance of that, you know, where they do the move, <laughs> the, the impossible move. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. I had, I had the Sandlot as well. And then also, uh, Riley and I wrote down uh, watching uh, Coach Rick Vice from Division <laughs> Yes. Oh, my yep. God. What a yep. mess. Yeah. Oh, him and Bob that, Delger, that's, that's the nutritionist. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. That one I figured. Uh, and Riley also wrote down uh, Blue Mountain State. That would be good. Of- nice. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't really miss. Like, those are good ones, but I don't feel like we missed any obvious ones. I think this was. No pretty solid until someone there's going to be one person that listens to this and they're going to be like you guys forgot this so we're going to hate ourselves how'd you, yeah how'd you not think of this yeah right yeah. but i think I and mean, it'll be uh it'll be the generic gambler uncle micah who uh yeah resident find all the flaws in this yeah but yeah but yeah well this was a fun one guys and and yeah. i love we have the uh the video for this we might have to start snowman is my uh number two in this uh, whole whole podcast game, especially after I had to lay off my producer, not only yeah. because of the economy, but also this podcast doesn't make any money. Um, we might have to start <laughs> might have to start uh, uh, utilizing the uh, the visuals more. This is fun. Yeah, yeah. I definitely I definitely like uh, seeing you guys more yeah. than doing it over the phone. Yeah, easier over, to like, communicate. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was nice. Yep. Well, I mean, other- AJ, I don't know how much I like seeing you much, but you know. I, you know, my mom says that most of the time, and just about every girl I date. So, 
He's got a great That's not his favorite Rocket League partner for sure, dude. Oh, man. I've never even played Rocket League with you. Yes, you have. We got to show remember. What? I've never, pl- I've never played Rocket League with you. Riley, can you believe this? Kid, kid. I'm that's how that's how bad the match was. You got you got rid of it out of your memory. I guess so. I don't remember that. I, I mean, hey, I might not remember it because of other things. I don't know. Yeah, influences. Who was it? The Pink Whitney or whatever. Oh no. The Pink Whitney. Yep. That, I remember that. I remember yeah. that now. Pink Whitney yep. got the best of you that night. Pink Whitney definitely got the best of oh, me that boy. night. I chugged an entire bottle of it, and I actually I woke up the next morning and I had texted Ross like. 18 times while I was sitting directly next to him. Hey, don't let me fall asleep. I need to make it to the bar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, you fell asleep though. Oh, no, no. I made it to the bar. Yeah, you did. But you, you still fell asleep. I'll let you nap. And then I woke you up and took you. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. yeah a- AJ, sense, AJ pulled a Paul Blart. He's like, guys, this lemonade's so good. It's like, well, it's because it's margarita, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. There you go. No, no, I, I, no, no, I, I don't, I don't drink. I don't drink. Yeah. <laughs> That's an underrated movie. It's a great movie. Yes, it is. Great. Have you yeah. guys ever seen? It's kind of like the raunchier version. Uh, Observe and report. Seth yeah, Rogen. That's Seth Rogen. Incredible. Yeah. I love yeah, what they're doing with the newscast. He's like, "No, I'm a head of mall security," and then she just, "Oh, you're just gonna keep going? Like, you, you just, you got it wrong." I'm standing yeah. here, and then he's like, "I'm standing here with this effing doctor," and then it just, uh, get, just, it cracks me up every time. It's so good. So That's good. Great movie. Great movie. Yep. All right, boys. Well, this was this was fun. Ross, thanks for doing this. You guys stay safe and healthy out there. Then, you Thank know, you. When, whenever it's time to play ball, have a have a great season. Thank you. Yep. Appreciate it. Stay yep. safe. Will do. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you guys so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed that interview with Ross Adolph in the Mount Rushmore with Ross and the Snowman. Thank you guys so much again for listening, and I will talk to you on Monday.